Hi there. Uh, before we begin this episode, it's Brent, by the way. Um, just uh, two little add-ons uh, that I have to mention. Um, right after we recorded this episode, uh, we discovered that uh, Dan DiDio, who has been uh, co-publisher of DC Comics for a number of years, he's been at the company for 18 years, I believe, um, has left the company. Um, it looks like he was uh, let go. Um, there seems to be sort of conflicting reports on what happened other than it was unexpected and very, very quick. So the reason we didn't mention it in the news pack is uh, it hadn't happened yet. But uh, we will definitely be talking about this story when Kevin gets back on the next regular episode. I should also mention that, um, that uh, Ryan and I will be doing a Toy Fair news episode that will be dropping probably later on in the week. Uh, there was enough Toy Fair news that Ryan and I can get together and go over all of it in just a separate like special episode. So we will be doing that. We'll probably be recording it Wednesday, the week that this drop this episode drops, and it will probably be either out uh, Thursday or Friday or possibly the following Monday. So without that, here's the regular episode. Set your phasers to sexy. For Kevin, yeah. Sorry, or it's, it's okay. Or it's a secret audition. Exactly. Da, da, da. Dum, dum, dum. Hey, the, like I, gender I lines. Actually, turn that channel up because the last episode had Kevin yelling. <laughs> the gender lines are equal tonight, guys. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so what are we gonna do when they start talking about wrestling? <laughs> I'm not sure if we're all. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not sure if anything came up, but. We'll get to that. Ooh. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of True North Nerds. Yay! Yay! And this week we have a guest that we'll get to in a second, but we have Jen. Hello. And we have Ryan. I'm not a special guest. I'm always here. You're not special anymore. No. He's special, all right. He's very special in his own way. Exactly. And Serena returning for Yay. her first appearance back since the all women's episode. Ladies' night. Like over a year April, ago. I think? Mm, April? Last April, I think. Yeah, we need to do that again. Right, um, I think so. Or was it later than that? Because originally we were trying for April, but I don't actually remember if it ended up recording. That. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but it felt like a while ago. Happy to be back. Thanks for having me, guys. Yay! And uh, for those who uh, weren't paying attention for the last. Three months, Kevin's countdown to going to Disney. <laughs> uh, Kevin's at Disney World. Yeah, we've officially lost him to the mouse. Oh. I, I, in some ways, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't come back. Yeah. Like, we if just it was see, up to him, he wouldn't. We just see like viral footage of a man like leaping off of the Jungle Cruise. and <laughs> I live like, here now. <laughs> and then like weeks later, we see a big, like grizzled <laughs> Kevin just like eating out of trash cans and... Well, wasn't that your plan, Ryan? Well, yeah, I'd hide, yeah, I was going to hide in Star Wars, yes. Yeah. But no, we'll, get little, we'll get update videos and be like, 
It's day five. They still haven't found me. I'm hidden in the deep in the bowels of Epcot Center. <laughs> They'll be able to find him through the GPS tracking on his phone. Or the magic wristband. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how easy it would be to to get uh, you'd get caught eventually. Oh, I'm the, sure. The food would be the hard part. I There's think. cameras everywhere. There, exactly. I, I assume. Be, and I think, like you said, the magic wristbands. Yeah. He'd, be, he'd be like, "No, you can't take my wristband. It's collectible." <laughs> <laughs> so this week we will go through the news and we will talk about the movies that traumatized us as children because that that topic has been floating around Twitter and Facebook the last little while and sounded like a good one because we all know at least one movie that horribly horribly scarred us. I have a list. <laughs> so Ryan, what's in the news this episode? What's in the news? Okay, so we got our first look at the new uh, costume for. Uh, for the Batman. Oh, is that? Yeah. Yeah, oh. it looks good. Yay, more Batman. Kind of. I don't know. It was too short, honestly. It was, like, too dark, too short. I was like, meh. The weird thing is, is, like, the last time they presented Batman was the same way. It was, like, an oversaturated, almost black and white photo of Affleck's Batman. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much it's just a camera test, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. Put him in but, the costume. Let's see how it looks. Hmm. Now, from coming from this first look, there's been all kinds of theories already. Mm-hmm. That the the funky looking metallic bat symbol that's in his chest mm-hmm. is actually made up uh, from parts of uh, the gun that killed his parents. <gasps> Joe oh, Chill's gun. God. Whoa! Really? Yeah. How do you get that? Yeah. I don't know. It's all over the internet. There's everybody uh, jumping on board. Uh, people are, are, are they're on board. Kevin Smith likes this theory. He's on board. Uh, yeah, Kevin Smith likes fan theories yeah. though. And fan casting. We'll get to that with him again a little bit later. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So there's that. We got that new look. Oh, we got the announcement for the digital and home release for Rise of Skywalker. Woohoo! Which is in March. March. We Mm. get uh, digital release March 17th, uh, Blu ray, DVD on the 31st. And that's also the day when all the different box sets come out. There's like a Best Buy, there's a Target, there's a Walmart, there's the nine movie. In super duper HD 4K Mm. Blu ray edition. The the last edition you will ever need until, you know, 10 years. Until the next one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'll just inject these holograms right into your brain. We (laughs) held off buying any of the new Star Wars on DVD or Blu ray because I knew once all three were out, we were going to want the super duper box set. So we don't have any of the new trilogy yet. Yeah, but even the super duper box set is. That's yeah. all nine movies, and it's it's a nicely sum of three hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, we don't need uh, nine movies. We already own six yeah, of them. I'm I'm content with the the amount of extra crap that I've got with the first set. Yeah, yeah. And Ryan, a quite a question though. Will it be releasing on Disney Plus earlier at all? Like, uh, no, no, doesn't say anything anywhere about the Disney Plus uh, release. Okay, date. I imagine it, it'll come to Disney Plus. After they sell a bunch of hard copies, first. right, right, yeah, yeah well, probably. The rest of it's already on Disney Plus, so. Um, I don't know if uh, last year I just that just started. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say, say there's last a few month. things that were still on Netflix yeah. that they're basically you know, the contracts are still slowly. Finishing I think off. It, it. I think it like was one of those things that they set up the timing so it all kind of comes complete at once. Yeah, because Clone Wars starts this uh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we're tomorrow. The, the next season and all like it, it's all around the same time so they've got that Star Wars ball rolling down the hill right now 
because, you know, Disney needs money. They're oh, pretty yeah. hard up right now. Yep. <laughs> Won't somebody think of poor Disney? <laughs> well, I sent my money with Kevin to make a donation. <laughs> uh, ooh, we got a teaser for season four of Stranger Things. <laughs> Yeah. See, finally, someone else that's watches Stranger Things. Is on I the watched a season. Uh, did you I mean, finish the first season? I did finish the first season. Oh, well, there you go. That's progress. But then I was like, meh, sorry. I got to say, my Valentine's Day was looking pretty bleak. And then they released the Stranger Things trailer. And I was like, never mind. Valentine's Day just got awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my life those, is good. <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen it, um, we get a spoiler for the last season. Um, we see Hopper, and he's working the railroad in cold, cold Russia. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wasn't he the sheriff? He was the sheriff. Okay. Which, you know, is pretty good. I'm really excited. Really, really. Hopper lives. Yeah, I read something about, like, there seems to be that they're making some allusions to, like, the John Carpenter's The Thing with this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forget. They've they've been going along and uh, releasing... Different Sorry. names of movies that are influencing their oh, writing. Oh, maybe that. And it. it could be one of the ones that's in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And each movie has, or the, each season Theory. has had a period of movies that have influenced, and they let you know like ahead of time they, yeah. which ones. I think uh, Gremlins was either part of last season's influences or this season's. Last season's with them, the the pet that Dustin had, the little. That would know. have been the one before that. Even. Was it? Oh, right. Then yeah, it was the one. Yeah, season two, yeah. yeah. Season two. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, either way. When's that uh, hitting Netflix? Uh, no idea. Oh, that no release date on it? Not, n- no, so not yet. I think this was summer or fall. I think that... this kind of teaser was just a, they just started production. Like, they actually started filming, so that's why they just kind of put this in. This oh. I think they're pretty early in, so. But it'll probably be like, yeah, it'll probably be mm, end of summer, fall. Yeah. Same time as the last. Yeah. Three well, actually, last season came out uh, July 1st. Yeah. Or so, yeah. 4th, of, 4th of July. Because it lined up with the 4th of July. It was a summer movie. Yeah. Summer season, so. Those kids are getting big. Yeah, well, that's why they got to start filming them faster. Yeah, they got to. Not putting as much time in between seasons as they did. Yeah. Kids are going to age out. Yep. They have to give them anti-growth hormones? Well, you just, what's his name, Finn Wolfhard? Just seeing him in Ghostbusters, like in the trailers, like, he's definitely already, like, on the on the exit side of puberty at this point, <laughs> like. But aren't they aging up the characters in the show too? Yes, well, they yeah, are. The problem though, if they take too long, and yeah. If they don't do a time jump in the show, then it doesn't line up. Because oh. it's like yeah, it's but aren't they doing that? Almost like two years between seasons at this point, like a year and a half. Yeah, almost. they yeah. haven't been doing any real time jumps. Really, it's been oh. like at the most, it's been like the one ends at the beginning of the school year and then the next one starts at the end of, you know in the summer or like you know okay. I thought they were the doing bigger or, time jumps than that you know. no so you guys are looking forward to it always oh my god yes <laughs> sorry I had to whisper that that sounded really creepy but yes yes I am <laughs> it's like the thing I look forward to quite a bit it's one of those shows like you guys I can't believe you guys haven't seen it because I tried it just calls back to so many awesome things as Ryan will tell you I'm sure he has already yeah I give up I keep trying on Brent I've been well no I've started slowly watching other stuff in my backlist while I'm doing job like The Expanse no that's (gasps) oh 
Yeah, that's good. Apparently, we need to have a Serena and Ryan episode. <laughs> it's like a bunch of stuff that's all hitting at once, too, like Lock and Key and See, that, uh, yeah. that yeah, the show Tuba. on Amazon Hunters starts tomorrow. I yeah, know, I'm looking forward to that yeah. one. It's I've been. If he reviews. Really? Yeah. Mm. But that's like Rotten Tomato, so I don't know. Uh, mm. Yeah. See, I've mentioned it before on the podcast. The amount of TV coming out that everybody's like, oh, you should watch this. I can't believe you haven't watched it. It gives me anxiety. <laughs> it's like I have panic attacks because there's too much. Just watch Stranger Things. Yeah. I don't ask for much from our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Just that you watch Stranger Things. Oh, the friendship on the line. So, See, yeah, no kidding. That, I have that back. <laughs> for, like, for instance, next week I'm going to, because uh, I picked up the Blu-ray of Cowboy Bebop. Not too long ago, oh, yeah? I'm gonna sit down and rewatch all of that because that's only like 12 episodes. Well, yeah, yeah, and I don't think seen. I've ever seen all of that. And that's like Firefly, but not. <laughs> I was like, wow, yeah, they really it's... took. They really Firefly really took from that TV show, or I, I don't know which came first because uh, I think Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, older. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, wow, that's that's like Fire. That's like exactly Firefly. Pretty close. Yeah, man. Okay, so let's dip into the Disney rumor mill. Uh, so there's rumors coming out that uh, the, the Loki Disney Plus series mm-hmm. is going to be introducing um, a new villain, Kang the Conqueror. It and would make sense. Is he a super intelligent monkey? No. Oh, thank God. Um, <coughs> part of this with your hatred of monkeys. I don't like monkeys. <laughs> or like, okay, like the one from Flash. Is that? Well, that technically that's an. He's an ape. Yeah, an ape. Gorilla. Gorilla. No, yeah. don't like monkeys. You don't like apes. Or apes. No, not a fan. <laughs> so if you go to the zoo, I'm just curious how far this extends. Is it real <laughs> monkeys and apes or just, you know, the They're not my animals. favorite part of the zoo. <laughs> okay. Except for that period where you're trying to convince your nephew that he was a lost <laughs> monkey and we were trying to find his family. Oh, no. yeah. But okay, when he was four and I did that, or five when I did that and he started, no, he was four. And he was like crying because he's like, I don't want to live with the monkeys. Now he's like six and he's like, oh, yeah, those are totally my monkeys. I'm staying here. <laughs> now, back to our regular programming. <laughs> don't uh, like so monkeys. Apparently, um, the show is supposed to be dealing with time travel. Yeah. It sounds like they're going to introduce the Time Variance Authority. Yeah, that's the logo he's wearing on the jumpsuit. Yeah, which is the organization Kang works with and oh. in, the, in the comics and stuff. So I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, looks like Kang, which we've speculated before that he could be the next big bad. He would make an, a, a decent bad guy. Yeah. And with all the time travel shenanigans of uh, Endgame, it would make sense that he would start cropping up a no. little bit. Is he a green space alien? No, he's no. purple. Well, he's, he's got purple face. I don't know. <laughs> and armor. Depending on which storylines you listen to, he's actually... Well, he's also um, more he's Richard. the same character. No, he's uh, well, he's um, Franklin. Oh, oh, he's Franklin. The Franklin? turtle? No, the, from the Fantastic Four. <laughs> okay. Their, their son in one story arc. Uh, I haven't heard of... that one. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just gonna Google him. Google him. He's Eddie. an old school Avengers oh, yeah. villain. Like he's been around since like the 1960s. What is it with like the villains always being purple? Purple no, and green colors. Yeah, that's why heroes no. are primaries. Oh, secondary. And I... at the time too, it would probably be uh, what stood out better on the page yeah. in terms of uh, ink and printing, like uh, yeah, like contrasting colors well, and complementary colors. Yeah, and like 
the Hulk started off as gray in issue one, but they switched it to green, and like they've made that into a story point over the years. Mm -hmm. But the reality was, is gray ink got smeary and didn't stand out as well. So they switched it in the second because green just really popped and wasn't as like. I found a Wikipedia picture of him looking very sexy on a clamshell. <laughs> is that from one of the? Uh, oh no! Is that like um like a you know a special clamshell? I don't know. It's Wikipedia. <laughs> like, so if you Google Marvel Kang and hit images, it's like the know, first one that comes up. We should do a video of Jen and Serena going through one of those Marvel swimsuit issues. Yes, from the nineties. Oh my God! There's a swimsuit issue. What? They used to do like swimsuit men, issues no, men where included they, in it. the artist would draw the various characters in oh. scantily bathing suits, both male and female, to be mm. fair. Apparently, him, were, you know. him lounging on a sexy clamshell is like an ongoing thing, because this is like, a, I found <laughs> another picture, which is him and it's an actual pa- panel from something. Oh, wow. And he's totally lounging on the all sexily on the clamshell. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me think that the first image you found might have been an homage, like an updated yeah. version, of, version that. of that. Well, that made me more interested in this guy. A, he's not a monkey, and B, sexy clamshell. <laughs> And it'll be all like, why does he have the clamshell? He better have the clamshell. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if only. <laughs> it's a good thing and, I don't have control over that show. <laughs> and then another falling under the somebody out there's listening to our podcast uh, column. Uh, so they decided to change the name of uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn to. Oh, got it in one! I'm good. <laughs> I'm not the one that was messing it up last no. time, Brent. Well, you weren't, but you, you, still. Uh, to Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Well, that's easier. Because their theory, I'm guessing, is that people don't realize it's a Harley Quinn movie, and that's why they didn't go see it? Um, the had the not- official explanation, I believe, has to do with the al- the computer algorithms that it's easier to search for on, like, Fandango and those mm. ticket websites in the States. Also, Same excuse. fantabulous and emancipation are big words. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so it only made uh, $33 million on its opening weekend. Yeah, which is a shame because it was a fun movie. Yeah, so which we reviewed it last week. But uh, So in contrast to that, this past weekend... Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out and set records for uh, a movies based on video game. Had the biggest opening. Well, Seriously? can I just say, like, though, is that a high bar? Like, oh, I'm thinking of all the movies that. <laughs> well, Detective well, Pikachu. Oh, yeah. does it? So, oh, Detective Pikachu was awesome. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so it pulled in 58 million last weekend. Yeah, but the. Yeah. the the contrast is like it's pretty sharp because it goes from like now it's in video game movies in terms of box office it's like Sonic, Detective Pikachu, and then the original Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. Oh wow! Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Sonic did better than both of those mm-hmm. for opening weekend. It yeah. did. Honestly, box stupid. And the other thing about it is it's getting decent reviews. It's like. You know, you're getting what you expect, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Ed Campbell saw it and he enjoyed it. Yeah, he went. And he was a Sega. Growing up, he was also a Sega player. Like I, I have no attachment to Sonic. Yeah, me neither. I was a Nintendo kid. Uh, I'll watch this movie eventually, mm-hmm. but when it's on like Amazon or Netflix or some yeah. other, I thought it looked all right. Like nothing amazing, but it's. Also, the timing of it. It yeah. was a long weekend in the States and in parts of Canada, so... 
the the interesting thing though is not opening in China. It was supposed to. Nothing's opening in China right <laughs> Nothing now. Nothing is opening in China. Mm. Yeah. But uh, and then the other thing, remember, going into it, it is a kids' movie. Mm. Yes. It is aimed at kids. And that's where Harley Quinn is not, right? No, it is not. No. Yeah. It is uh, in Canada. No, it's a fourteen. Not. In the states, in the states it's rated right R. Yeah. Because they so. dropped some R bombs. The uh, some bombs? F- bombs? Yeah. I don't, I don't. Well. I meant to say F-bombs. I don't know why I said R, because it's rated R. <laughs> I was going through my head momentarily. I was hoping like, to get away with that. word starts with R? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a few, but... Yeah. <laughs> or inappropriate words. Um, you know, some major <laughs> yeah. bones getting broken, and some... But I think with yeah. Sonic, yeah, I mean, you gotta give it Jim Carrey. He's still a draw. Uh, and See, and also, apparently, it's one of the best things he's, he's done ever done quite a while it sounds yeah. like and from what i've heard it's very much like if you like 90s jim carrey yeah, yeah. this is 90s jim Carrey, and that's why it doesn't appeal to me at all because i didn't mind 90s jim carrey in the 90s but now that i'm a grown-up i don't care for it i find it <laughs> interesting that he isn't doing most of the press touring for it like it's no, been not? um well no, it's he's been the guy crazy sonic's voice i oh, don't okay. know like it might just be a coincidence, but yeah. no. I'm glad that they listened to the fans and redid Sonic's face so that he's not quite so well, the, terrifying. The whole body animation, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sonic, but, yeah. So it's probably a good thing they're making the money because they had to redo all that work. Well, that's the thing. Well, it's good to see yeah. that they've yeah. made money at least the first weekend, considering the uproar, and that they listened and went back and fixed it. Yeah. Well, not only that, the studio that had to go back and fix it is no more. It like went under. They had to do layoffs, the whole nine yards. Oh man. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that like, it, it, it's <laughs> for those people. Hopefully, it's like, well, at least somebody likes it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Next. Oh yeah. So I saw this story. Uh, so Tom Holland, he's out on tour right now, promote for that. Um, Onward. Onward, that new animation with that uh, one. I'm looking forward to. Yes, with Chris Pratt. Yep. Yeah, that's the Chris, right? I also love um, Tom Holland. Yes. Yeah. So did cute. you see the thing he did, the Back to the Future? Well, he didn't oh, do it. Yeah. I think some, somebody yeah, was or that, somebody that did that. Somebody did a deep fake yeah. where they replaced him and uh, and Robert Downey. Yeah. That seems like good casting to me. It was really like if ooh, you were yeah. Going to do a remake, which I do not endorse no. whatsoever. No. Please never He's touch even that. Come out and said no. Yeah. yeah. Please never so. touch that movie. Anyway, back yeah. on track here. Yeah. Sorry. So he uh, he shared recently that he he quit Instagram, uh, and he gave his reasons. His reason it was it was starting. He felt it was starting to take over his life. He was becoming more concerned with his followers and likes and did this photo get more likes on that photo or why didn't people like this photo mm. and he found he was just he was uh, he was obsessing over his Instagram life instead of real life oh good for him so he uh, for now has deleted his Instagram and walked away from Instagram I think the way to do it if you're a celebrity or like involvement because you, in some ways you kind of need those machines available in order to promote stuff Yes. Is Warren Ellis, uh, the, the comic book writer, all of his social media goes dark when he doesn't have something to promote, and then when it does, that's all that it's for. Yeah, is he and it and even then he does it automated. Like he uses a program that like he basically types out what he wants to he share, when to. and everything goes out kind of at yeah. once. What's and for some people that would work like for him though, like I. He may. He's also a kid. Well, exactly. He's very young. He's in his early twenties. Um, I'm sure I could see him probably getting back into Instagram and using, or mm. at the very least, using it like that. But 
if you get to that point where you find where you're obsessing over something, at least he's he's realized it and it's like cut it off, get away from it, and then maybe ease yourself back in to use it for work purposes, right? The other interesting thing is is that's not the story I thought you were gonna bring up about him. Oh, which one were you thinking I was gonna go with the D and D story? The D and D story. No, I didn't think that one was as interesting. Yeah. And I, I, and I only saw it today when I wasn't writing my news. So apparently he and Chris Pratt wanna to put together an Avengers D and D group and film it for like YouTube or something. I think the idea. Oh, see, I didn't hear the whole filming. I just oh, thought they okay. wanted to get together a group of, of all of them and play D and D. I think the idea is when I've read more into it is if they did do it, it would be for like charity, like yeah. some oh, yeah. sort yeah. of fundraiser. Which I'm pretty sure you could probably con a couple of those other guys into doing it, and maybe get the the guy who does critical role to run the game because yeah. he seems to be pretty good at one running games and two dealing with like the celebrities and doing that sort of stuff he had Vin Diesel on an episode <laughs> so for those of you out there who aren't sick of Instagram make sure you follow us on Instagram at True North Nerds <laughs> nice segue <laughs> you can follow some of Kevin's adventures in Disney World yeah bastard seriously yep uh, oh, and so confirming our story from last time, Rick Moranis has signed on with the new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids mm-hmm. sequel. Yay! Yay! I love Rick Moranis. Me too. <laughs> He's is he playing great. the same character? Have they, or, yes. Okay, so yep, it's, it's, it's his, a sequel, it's not, not a reboot. So from what I've seen, it's his, it's, now it's his son is doing something or shrinks the kid, and uh, he's come bring... Come, uh, go, Grandpa, I shrunk my kids. Go, 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 <laughs> Dad, Dad, I, I, I shrunk the grandkids. Oh. Yeah, because the the characters of his kids would be in their like forties at this point, right? Yeah, because they yeah. were like teen. Well, the oldest would. would yeah. We're old, Brent. Yeah. They'd be older than us because we were young when that movie came out. Yes, so. that means we're going to have to watch that movie before we go and see the new one. All of them, or just the first one? Just the first one. Okay, maybe oh. the first two. Wasn't there only two? No. Oh, that's no. Another one there that, was like, like, what, four? There's like two more that don't have Rick Moranis. Then they don't count. And no, if Rick Moranis like, isn't in it, it doesn't count. There was also yeah. a TV show that well, was shot. Oh, that's true. That's, yeah. Um, it was a YTV staple for a while. Sounds familiar. I don't know who was in it. Yeah. I have a feeling it's one of, maybe Bruce Davidson for oh. some reason that. <clears throat> uh, so, No Time to Die. The new Bond movie mm-hmm. has officially canceled its uh, China premiere yeah. due to coronavirus. Concerns. We're probably going to have a run of stories like that over the next little while. Unfortunately, yep. it's a. I, I watched a big thing on uh, Screen Junkies did a, a big sort of look at it in one of their box office reports and the, the fact that like it, you know the the illness damage is terrible and they acknowledge that, but like the it. They used it as a, like to look at the mic like as a microcosm of everything because it's there's like theaters that are in China that are going to go out of business like just completely won't exist after yeah. this is done because they haven't been able to show anything in well, like, two months. Whether I don't know, I don't believe they'll go out of business because most businesses, especially you know something like that, the go especially there the government could walk in and be like, okay, we'll prop this up. Well, I mean, yeah, but they're not going to do that for all of them. You know no, what I mean? but it's they'll, still... They'll save, like, whatever no. their version of AMC or Famous Players is. They'll help that one out. But there's going to be a couple of them that get really, like, 
and not to mention that like you know these people can't go to work either so well there's been a lot well that's the thing like, something's gonna have to happen with everything the people have to be compensated somehow I'm sure because mm-hmm. well it's a communist country and it's also affecting the bottom line of like a shit ton of companies oh, like yeah. Apple has already announced don't expect the the quarter numbers that we said we were projecting that ain't happening well, it, well that's yeah. one thing it's only a matter of time it'll be a few months now before we really start to notice it here mm. but there's gonna be some things that we're that, you know we're being produced that all of a sudden are gonna dry up or like you're not going to see it for a while or it'll become you know scarce and then all of a sudden it'll be it'll be back and then and like toy fair is the weekend after we're recording this no and it's this weekend well yeah after we're recording this if you're listening to this toy fair already happened happened (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised if a majority of the stuff that we that has been announced that isn't made yet Oh, there'll be delays on toys for sure. Yeah, there's like there's going to be a lot of stuff with no date. Yeah, you know, like or pending TBD. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's that. Um, oh, you got the you have the list up. Do you have the image? Yes, I do. Okay, so there's an image going around, and it is. Uh, it's been confirmed. It has been confirmed, and there's like by video and photo imagery uh, yeah. evidence. Uh, the voice cast for Kevin Smith's follow-up to He-Man that's coming to Netflix. I and wonder if they're going to tie it into the Shira. No, this one, no, not 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 the this Shira is cartoon. Supposed to be a sequel to the original, original cartoon. He-Man. So it'll probably, oh, I can oh. see it having Shira, but not that Shira. It'll have the original Shira, if anything. Yeah, although she is not listed on the cast no, list. No, but the one uh, we saw the there's a picture of the one woman uh, that his daughter is playing. Remember, there was the name we couldn't think of who it was, mm. but there's a picture of the character. Oh, on that list. Um, was it yes, a new oh, character? It didn't sound like a familiar. If I'm no, it's a picture from uh, like there's an image still from the original cartoon. Oh, uh, because it's not new artwork on the in, on the. Oh image. yeah, but that's just filmation's animation. What's style her name? The time. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It but does, I'm sure it's a character. I just don't know. I didn't. I recognize her, but don't recognize yeah, her. Yeah, it's, it's not Shira. Too long. No, it's not Shira. No, no, what's the character's name? It says on there. Uh, Ilna? Ilina? Iliana? No. I L E E N A? Stupid fake key man name? Yeah. Stupid attorney <laughs> name. But yeah, so we got people like. So Mark, Mark Hamill is playing Skeletor, which Woo! I think everybody Great casting. is yep. uh, is happy. Can't wait for, to hear that. Uh, Lena he- Hetty from uh, Game of Thrones and Dread and a whole bunch of other things is Evil Lynn. Uh, <laughs> Chris good Wood is too. Prince Adam slash He Man, and I th- he was one that I didn't recognize. Who he, he was, was. Mon El in Supergirl. Yeah. Was, oh, you see the picture guy. of him right there. That's uh, Mon El. That's well, that guy. No, the picture's yep. too small for oh, me to bring up. And he was in Vampire Diaries too, but sorry, he was in Vampire Diaries too. Yep. Don't know how I know that. That's weird. <laughs> 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 um, I guess I'll go over. So, so I'll throw a few more at this. <laughs> Who's uh, Man at Arms? Man at Arms is Liam Cunningham. The one that I really like is Stephen Root from uh, Office Space and a ton of mm. other movies. Is the voice Dodgeball. of Ranger Dodgeball? Who's Tila? Uh, <clears throat> Tila is played by Oh Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh yes, that Yay, was the one. Yeah. And who's yeah. the sorceress? Uh, Those are my favorite characters. Da, da, da. 
Susan Eisenberg, who was the voice of Wonder Woman in the Justice League cartoon. Oh, okay. She's a like, veteran voice actress. Part of me wonders if Andrea Romano, the, the voice casting and voice director for all those DC cartoons, if she is either involved, even though she retired a couple of years oh, ago, okay. or if she opened up her Rolodex to Kevin Smith. Because yes, a lot of these people, even the famous, semi-famous ones, are mainstays of like Justice League. Yeah. Um, who's uh, Roboto? Uh, uh, Justin Long from what's the last oh. thing he was in? He was in New Girl. I remember him from that. Isn't he in the Hi, I'm a Mac and I'm yeah. a PC? Yeah. yeah, that's where I always remember him from. And uh, one of the Die Hard movies. He's also yeah. like a Kevin Smith regular at this point. He's yeah. been in like three yeah. or four of his films. I'm pretty sure yeah. he he has a bit part in. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob the reboot. Yeah, yeah. well, he's playing the same character. He and he was in, in that Zach and Miri make a porno. And he was oh, in really? that Walrus yeah. movie, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in the Walrus movie. Oh, I didn't the, see the, that. The one. Neither the did one I. Where, yeah, oh. it's, um, it's yes. different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's and who's playing Stinkor? Uh, <laughs> to no one's surprise, because Kevin Smith is involved. Jason Mewes as Stinkor, which eh, it's all right. And it's, I wonder if he got to pick. I don't think so. If he was like, I want to be Stinkor. He pro- maybe he got like a couple like to, to choose yeah. from. But we also have like um, who's being um, what's the, uh, not Aquaman? Um, Merman. Merman. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, that's, oh, that's it. Yeah, Batman is Merman. Ah. That's why I'm like I want. I think Same. Andrea Romano opened up at least the Rolodex. Like Henry Rollins is Triclops. Yes. And he's another guy who, like, as much as, like, I, I know him from his musical career and spoken word performances. I've seen him, like, four times. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, the, uh, the thing is, is he did, like, a lot of bit characters in various DC animated movies over the years. He was Kilowog in one of the Green Lanterns. I think First Flight, the 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 straight the DVD movie that they did. Yes, yeah, I'm just trying I to think remember because I, I have it, two of two of those uh, straight to DVD movies. Uh, the First Flight and the other one, uh, Emerald Knight or something. Yeah, I it's I think it's one of those. Yeah, and uh, might even be the voice of both of them. The the other thing that I kind of like was um, uh, what do you call it? What's the character's name? I even have the list in front of me. <laughs> That's pretty oh, bad, Brent. Um, Scareglow is in this, voiced by Tony Todd. <laughs> There's a character named Scareglow. Yep. He's a glow in the dark skeleton. He was uh-huh. like one radioactive. Of the, yeah, it's like he was one of the last. Scarecrow. Remember, like, this show was designed to sell toys. toys. Yeah. There's so a there's a million named, characters, and they're all stupid. There's a guy <laughs> with a big fist called Fisto. That yes. just sounds so terrible. Uh-huh. Oh, it, oh. It's amazing that like more doesn't get brought out of these things. Mm, yeah. Right? Oh. Well, Robot Chicken does do a good job with, with, with music. Oh my god, now I can't hear the name Evil Lynn anymore because of that I thought skit. it was Evelyn. I always thought your name was Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, I just, I, I just love Robot Chicken's take on it. There, there's even one episode where whoever does, who does Scout Tour's voice does an audio commentary for the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, oh, Sandman? The soon-to-be Netflix series. See has, more TV. The stress, has, the pressure has started. Uh, will will has an official filming start date. They apparently. will be starting in May. Apparently, no casting something. announcements though. No. Hmm. 
Interesting. Mm. They're keeping it under their hat. I need to like break my legs or something so I'm bedridden for several months and can do nothing but watch <laughs> TV. Please don't. <laughs> that's going to be playing so Sims, much of watch a TV. problem with like everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and now we get to go and play in the toy corner and talk about cool toy news. Because I've got some toy news. Okay. All right, go for it. So Nerf has uh, picked up the rights to make Halo Nerf guns. And they look pretty cool. They look like guns from Halo. Yes, they Hopefully do. Hopefully they work as well as the Fortnite ones, because those are actually half-decent. I thought guns. you were going to say hopefully they work as well as the guns in Halo. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably won't buy any of them, but maybe the maybe the, the rifle, because it looks cool. Give it a paint job, and there's a good costume uh, Well, accessory. the the Needler and looks the a little small. Launcher, well, they're the one shot. They're the... Uh, I and it's, not, what and it's a handgun, not a rocket launcher. Yeah, but it's like... It's, no, yeah, but the, it's just the little one... Little, the red one's supposed to be the rocket launcher in the small form. Kind of like what they've done with the Fortnite ones. Is it? I, yeah, if you look at it, it's got three barrels to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was just the the old school handgun. No, it's uh, they, they haven't shown that one yet. Which I'm kind of surprised. Huh. That's that should be the like the first one they do. Yeah. Um, and then uh, ooh, so we've had leaked images of the long rumored uh, GI Joe toy, six inch GI Joe toys. Yep. Uh, there's been an image of the con, uh, reportedly con exclusive uh, or fan channel or whatever the the exclusive snake eyes with extra accessories, and it looks really cool. Is that the one that Ed posted? Yes, yep. that's the one that Ed. Why does it come with a dog? No, actually, well, that's Snake Eyes. Uh, well, he, he comes, comes with, with a wolf. wolf. Yeah. Because he had a, a timber wolf in ask the comics. I don't ask Why does the ninja time. have a timber wolf? Because he's comics. also a, the technically the in the original continuity. Now this has been changed for the movie that's upcoming. Uh, Snake Eyes is also a white guy. So why is a white guy a ninja? There, there's plenty of ex- explanations. Yep. Yeah, didn't Chris Farley do that movie? <laughs> yes, Actually, he did. you know what? I, I can hear Ed yelling at yes. the podcast right now. There are similarities in the story, but not... <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait till Ed gets But I think like, Snake Eyes also gets like his face burnt off or something in a rocket engine. Uh, like, there's a reason why they... he can't talk. Yeah. And, but if, if we get a full... I can see Chris Farley getting his face burned off in a rocket engine, too, honestly. I just can't, like, that just... So, you know, Snake Eyes, what happened to you? And you trying to mime it? I don't know. Like, you trying to mime a rocket engine? Well, there was this big rocket, and I stuck my face in it. Exactly. He could always write it down. Ah, true, but it's more fun. More visual to mime, man. Um... Anyway, so yes, so that'll be a new toy line that will be taking money out of my pocket and Brent's pocket, and uh, yeah, so that's coming soon. We'll be getting more news. Uh, well, we're going to get more news about that at Toy Fair this weekend. So we don't know if, if Ryan and I have talked. If there's enough news, we might do a mini episode recording on Wednesday of next week, or which this would be Wednesday of this week. We may do a special toy episode or we'll just do a bunch of toy news next time. Yeah. I feel like you guys should, you know, be like, hey toys are hey toys are us, we've got this podcast. 
about toys. I think we should more talk to Hasbro. Hey, Hasbro about you make there toys. you go. You yeah. keep stealing our ideas. <laughs> there we the go. least you can do is send us some free shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, if you're listening, yeah. you, know. you probably are. <laughs> And then we'll just stay in with the toys. So we were watching uh, AEW Wrestling last night, and all of a sudden, they had a toy commercial in the middle of our wrestling show. Yep. To announce their new AEW. It's almost like they know the demographic. I know, eh? <laughs> what? Weird. Uh, yeah, so Jazzwares uh, and um, Wicked Cool Toys have the rights to do AEW wrestling figures, and uh, yeah, the first few figures look pretty good on screen likenesses are really good so uh yeah so there's more toys coming our way yep we're gonna need a bigger house yep so two last things that i have because kevin's not here so somebody's gotta add two more <laughs> extra things yep is eli roth has been announced to direct the film adaptation of one of my favorite video game series borderlands uh, Who's that? You know what? I might actually watch that. He um, <laughs> he directed uh, Hostel and uh, the original Cabin Fever, amongst other things. He he appears as an actor in Quentin Tarantino's uh, Inglorious Bastards. Um, he's a he's a good choice because he he can kind of do humor and ultra violence, which is kind of what that video game is made out of. So. <laughs> Uh, the only thing is it needs a pretty sizable budget. So who would you cast as Handsome Jack? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who <laughs> would you cast as Claptrap? Claptrap? Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Doesn't he already do a voice? Maybe. Oh, no, that's a different game. Yeah, that's a different game. That's a, he Alan Tudyk. He wouldn't be bad, actually. Yeah. Or the guy that already does the voice for the I, game. The thing is, is I don't know... Well, there's been two of those, and the first guy, well, the, there's a lawsuit over that one. Um, I, I'm curious to see, now, who knows if this even gets there? Like, Halo, prime example of... Yeah, we've been waiting for years for the long-rumored working on Halo movies and TV, TV series. Show well, it something. did have a TV series that Ro- or, um, Rooster Teeth did. No, that's, not, that's the that's only reason I know anything about Halo. Well, then you know nothing about Halo. Nope. <laughs> Especially in the later seasons. Yeah. Which, you know, really, don't get me wrong, I love Red, Red vs. Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Red vs. Blue is uh, awesome. Last bit of news, because it's uh, it, it sort of ties in with our show, actually, is a uh, friend and multi-time guest of the show, Alex Greenfield's new movie has finally been announced. Yay. Woohoo! You go back to a previous episodes where we're talking to him. He briefly kind of mentions it. Um, I think this is the one he mentioned. He had actually two projects that were like competing against one another at the the American film market because they had two different production companies. But um, this one's called Lullaby. It's a horror movie uh, being produced by Alcon Entertainment. Who the the biggest thing they've done was the Last Blade Runner, which mm. was pretty good. I yeah. still haven't seen that. Um, and it is being directed by, what is dude's name? Uh, John R. Leonetti, who, uh, is right now, his best credit is probably Annabelle. The, oh, the horror. Yeah, thing. the horror movie, yeah. creepy doll horror movie, I think. I didn't see it because it's scary. I just but know it from the poster. I, yeah, that's basically what I know. 
and I think it's had like six sequels since then or something. But Probably. He did the first one. Probably. And uh, starring Una Chaplin, who was in Game of Thrones. And is Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah. And apparently she was also in, or she will be in Avatar's 2, two through 5. What? There's 5 now? Wow. Well, we're getting at least two and three because they shot them back to back. Yep. I thought they were shooting all three of them. No, they two, had three, to take a four. break because like how multiple actors went. We want to do something else at some point. Uh, yeah, James. Um, yeah, um, I want to not be this blue guy for a little while. Yeah, pretty much. And and you know they also have like no film company is going to commit to, to filming all that because that like you you would bankrupt a company if well, if those tank i don't think they will did they uh, no. film all the lord of the rings movies like that that's only three movies yeah that's, that's not but that's what i was saying i thought they were doing two three and four I thought and doing, I five thought, no but i thought they were filming three of them no i think they're only, according to imdb the the third one's in pre-production okay so well and there's been so so such a long time since the last oh, yeah. avatar yeah. movie that they can't guarantee that these ones are going to do as well as that one yeah because yeah, yeah, the, the audience has changed yeah as, quite a bit and I'm not saying this to be funny. They also have to wait till that coronavirus clears up in China. Yeah, like so much money. For the the main reason we're getting these sequels is how well the first film did in China. Yeah, well, it did a lot. It did really well in North America too. Yeah, but, but mostly on the back of being one of the first really well done 3D movies. I, I would. I didn't argue, even see it in 3D. Uh, I would almost <laughs> argue it was the last well done 3D movie. Like it, I would agree with really that. Worked at it. It was, like, immersive. Mm. You know, it was well done. Yeah, they, the, the biggest thing is they've dialed back how much the 3D is in theaters since then. That it's not as Everything. 3D. Mm. Nothing shooting in it well, yeah. is part of the problem. That too. It's a, well, most of it's being converted. And it looks like what they're using 3D for is not, you know, things popping out of the screen at you. They're using it for more of a depth. Which so that I'd when you're watching it, the, uh, depth of field 3D yeah. versus the oh look out for this basketball I'm throwing exactly, at you. Unless, unless it's a cheesy horror movie, or or unless it's uh, Journey 2 starring The Rock and he's bouncing berries off of his pecs into the screen. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> uh, it was on TV the other night. I'm like, oh Journey 2, oh The Rock, I'll watch this for a minute. Next thing he's though he's trying to give uh, the boy the his stepson girl advice, and he's like all these different rules. He's like, oh, and you got to be able to pop them. And he's like, what? And then he starts popping his pecs. He's like, they're hungry. Feed them. Like, Ooh, so, I'm Googling this when we're done. <laughs> and then uh, I forget the, the actor. He's a Hispanic actor. Uh, very recognizable. He, oh, is it Luis Guzman? Maybe. The shorter guy. Shorter guy. The, yeah, so he, he's all excited. He's like, oh, yeah. So he got a bunch of berries and starts doing it. And like bouncing them off of the rock, and uh, this was children's. Movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's got a shirt on the whole time, yeah. and it's like they're bouncing at they got the screen, and then he says, "Oh, one more, make this one count." And he bounces it and bounces it back into the guy's mouth, and he's like, "He was all yeah." It's funny. Do you, uh, the sidetrack again. Uh, I was listening to Nate's podcast, the the Rocky Maivia Picture Show, and they did Fast Five and. One of the people, I'm not sure if it was Nate or one of the guests, referred to uh, The Rock as uh, Franchise Viagra. <laughs> it's true. It's a lot of times he's coming in, like, second or third movie, maybe even later, and mm. helps regenerate the, the franchise for a That's second true. round. His G.I. Joe movie is the better of the two. Yeah. And it's like Johnny Depp, only his movies are actually good. 
He doesn't Johnny Depp the hell out of him. I, I'm curious if there, like, how many franchises he was a part of that he came in and replaced, like, the previous star. Because, like, Brendan Fraser was in the first one and isn't in the second one. And yeah. There's something else he's in, like, that, What, too. Fast and the Furious? No, Journey. No, uh, oh. Journey, because it's... What, 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 it's a Jules Verne. Yeah, yeah. Journey, Journey to the, the Center, center of, the of the Earth. Yeah. And the, the second one's Mysterious Island. Yep. Okay. That's that it for my news. news. Alrighty. So, uh, we, the, the other thing with Alex's movie is it is shooting in Toronto. So, I'm hopefully going to meet up with him at some point. And uh, we'll, we'll see if uh, anything comes out of that. Yeah, if anything, I owe him beer. So. I was just saying, beer. <laughs> so, on to the fun part. Traveling the, the social media wasteland this week, one topic started popping up amongst others, and since we didn't have a movie to kind of go over... And we're not going to do the skull uh, skull crushing challenge? Skull crushing skull, challenge? Skull breaking, skull breaking challenge? What? Yeah. what? You guys aren't up on your TikToks? Oh my god, you guys are so behind the times. Wow. We're also older than 10. You don't know what TikTok is, really? Oh, I do. Okay, you thank god. Man, Brent. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It was right up there with the Tide Pod, the, you know, those Tide Pod challenge. Yeah. And the people who suffocate themselves on cinnamon? Pretty much. Yeah. I, uh... I, I, so what I are the idiots been, doing now? It, you get... It takes three people. Two people that oh, yes, apparently don't like the third friend. They stand <laughs> on either side of them and they jump up and down and convince them that, to jump at the same time as them. So when the person in the middle goes to jump, the two on the side sweep out their legs. <gasps> oh! And then they go... Oh, and in, in some of the videos you can hear like the, the you know yeah the, the skull hitting the ground and then they're not moving too quickly afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, know I'm a big proponent of natural selection. Oh yeah, that's why I was like, that, and we stopped them from eating Tide Pods. Why? I know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you're dumb enough to eat Tide Pods, then you should die. Sorry. Well, to a certain age extent. Well, yeah. And it's sixteen and over. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you if you're old enough to know better and you eat Tide Pods, yeah. then yeah. But, uh, oh but anyway, so back to the movies that scarred us as children. Yes. So you weren't dumb enough to do that. Movies that, uh, you know, did damage. <laughs> that still give us nightmares. Anybody want to go first? Serena, do you want to go first since you're special guest? How about you week? just throw out one and we'll go around the table? Yeah. Uh, okay. Exorcist. Ooh, Never saw it. You saw that one. as a kid? Yes. How old were you? I was Roughly. six. Jesus. Um, my sister wanted to watch it, and How I was. was your, your sister? Uh, she was. I was six. She'd been about nine. Yep. <laughs> Not a hell of a better. <laughs> Nine-year-old even hear about The Exorcist. Oh, I had heard about it. Right yeah, now. everybody's like, heard. You know, every, like everybody's heard about it, right? No. Yeah, it was terrifying. Um, oh my god. But like, I noticed like ever since that movie though that movies themselves I'm not traumatized by, but scenes. So like the scene in E. T. Right where he's all white, like that. I was like, okay, that's enough. Like, oh, okay. I can walk yeah. away from that. You know, I'm, I'm not a fan of ET. ET makes my list. I'm uh-huh. not, I, just, I just don't like ET. Yeah. So like those things. Like there's scenes. Like um or who, who framed Roger Rabbit was another one I saw. That one's on my list. Yeah. Yep. That's another terrifying childhood one. So is there one in particular? One thing about The Exorcist in particular that stands out? <laughs> yeah, the power of Christ compels you. What? <laughs> like seriously, it was uh, the one thing. Really, the whole movie. <laughs> the whole movie stands out as like, nope, can't do it. 
Not to get too in depth the, in, into your personal life. Like you went, <laughs> I know you went to Catholic high school. I sure did. Did you go to Catholic elementary? Too? I sure did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. See, some things get even worse when you put them into a little bit more context. Yes, I was pretty sure that, that could happen to you. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't sleep for like two years. <laughs> Two years. The devil's in that one. Poor yeah. baby Serena. <laughs> and like they used to do this thing, and I'm sure we've all done it, like the Bloody Mary thing. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, we did that too. And of like, course. you know, you like, I'd always get, I'd always get fooled because I'm like a gullible person. And they'd be like, Hey, what we're do gonna do this fool? thing. You stand in front of the mirror, and then because the mirror was in the change room, they'd lock the change room and lock you in it. And you'd be like, Bloody Mary's gonna come. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Catholic education, man. <laughs> Can't be beat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tough. Toughen you up. <laughs> Ryan, you want to go next? Uh, yeah, so mine would be Gremlins. Oh, oh that one's on my list, too. I was uh, not a fan. I, I, wanna, I, I remember, I still remember it. We went to the Dial a Movie mm-hmm. that was in Midland at the time, and it, it was playing on like all the, the TV screens. But it was part, you know, still early in the movie when Gizmo's kind of cute and funny and they, oh, look at this little thing. Oh, okay. And I convinced my mom to rent it for me. Wow. And uh, so we did. And I went home and watched it on like, oh, Saturday afternoon or something, middle of the day or something like that. And then, yeah, then all of a sudden the movie kind of takes a dark turn. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. And uh, so whenever I still, to this day, if I have, like, nightmares, like, you know, dreams where you know, where you feel, you wake up and you're, like, you know, scared or feel uneasy, it's dreams that have gremlins in them. Interesting. Jeez. Wow, that's really traumatic. Not that I have a lot of nightmares anymore, but, you know, the, the odd time and you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just kind of like, what the hell? Or, you know, you're looking around. You... Yeah. So that that's that's my one right there. And it didn't help that I also had a, you know, I had an uncle that liked movies like that. Uh, and so, like, later on, you know, I'd go to visit, and there'd be, like, you know, those... Remember back in the day when it, the big ceramics? Yes. There'd be things like a doorstop or something. Yeah. So we had an E.T. So there'd be an E.T. in the hallway if I, you know, or I think, he, I think he had a gremlin, too. And so it's like, you know... And, of course, it was in, like, the dark, creepy hallway toward, you know, on the way to the uh, to the second bathroom. Uh-oh. Was it a gremlin or a gizmo? Like, I mean, technically the same, but... I don't remember. I yeah. think it was... A, he may have had a, a gizmo. Yeah. But still, it doesn't matter, because at that point, it's like, yeah, yeah we you're, all burn you're just hell. done. Yeah. And, yeah, that might actually happen to me at some point. I'm still waiting for that to happen. <laughs> no, no, I'm still you worried. Burn, you won't burn in hell. You've been, you, you'll just go to purgatory. Well, you know. Yeah. So, uh, with that, I think Gremlins didn't affect me as a child because uh, I had the book with the tape. <laughs> so, they, they used to put up... Oh, I know they used to do a lot of stupid things. Yeah, so it, it kind just of does like... not seem like a... Okay, kids, let's listen to the Gremlins a book on tape. <laughs> Dude, I had Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, but that's but... one thing. That's an adventure story, not... Yeah, except that at the end... And the, the Gremlins... <laughs> and the Gremlins decided to start eating Santa. Beep! Turn the page. <laughs> the best part would be if you had the Teddy Ruxman, which I did as a child. Oh, you could put those oh. tapes in it. <laughs> you see his eyes and his mouth go, and it'd be and like. Then this. his head would start to spin around. <laughs> and then the gremlin flashed the, the bartender. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never really liked that movie either. 
So what's a movie that did damage to you, Jen? Okay, so mine is uh, Alice Through the Looking Alice Through the Looking Glass from 1987. Oh, it was like a TV movie. Yeah, think, right? which my my best friend at the time had it taped, and oh. she loved this movie, and it scared the shit out of me. So what we used to do? Yeah, no, I have a list. (laughs) What we used to do is build a fort out of pillows, and then her mom would give us strawberry ice cream, and then we would watch this terrifying movie. And there was this one scene. It's the only part of the movie I remember where the Jabberwocky shows up, and like that's the only part anybody actually remembers of that movie. Yeah, and it's just it scared the crap out of me. I would Mm. like hide, and it was oh, it was awful. So that's probably the most traumatizing. Are we going around for a round two after this? Yeah, probably. Yeah, right, because I got more. Field <laughs> I have a feeling mine is the one that Serena just remembered. <laughs> is the uh, movie version of The Return to Oz. Nope. Yes, but that no, one that too. Movie. I haven't seen that one. And I don't even remember. Like, it's weird because I honestly the can't pumpkin tell head. you. That's the only one I remember the pumpkin yeah, head. I can't tell you what scared me about it because mm-hmm. I don't remember any of the movie. But I know that like it's uh, it's on Disney Plus because oh. Disney it's one of those weird things where Disney has the rights to that one because they made it and but they don't own the original Judy Garland Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. so it's on there on Disney Plus and like I will get kind of uneasy even scrolling by it. Yeah, so it traumatized me like deep in my psyche <laughs> somewhere <laughs> like to the point where memories of what actually bothered me have been suppressed other than this is a no fly zone <laughs> do not watch this movie ever again I think, I think the pumpkin head touched Brent <laughs> <laughs> it's about the pumpkin because I like Merv pumpkin head in Sandman he's yeah. one of my favorite well, characters they, they, they didn't touch you yeah. <laughs> So what's the one that you got brought up? Oh, on? oh, the one that just flashed for me was uh, it was a Disney movie. It was a light, like one of those like live action ones, I think. And I don't remember the name, but I just remember Narek. Does anybody know what that means? Hey, describe this movie. Um, I think it's called The Watcher in the Woods. Oh, yeah, and I think Angela Lansbury is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's this thing where Karen, like it ends up being that this Karen person is trapped. And like she's writing her name, so like, but you don't know, and she, she's writing it backwards because she's trapped in this alternate. I don't even remember, like this is what I remember, mm-hmm. but I just remember like being terrified by by Narek, you know, even though it was Karen backwards at the end, because I, I didn't understand the way the movie worked as a kid, and you're like, I don't know if I've ever seen it. I I, I remember it from like video stores, <clears throat> yeah, like, seeing the the case on yeah. the wall, yeah. It just like it just seemed really. I think from like my age, it was just like. I don't know what's going on. Why is this person... What? This is terrifying. So all my sister had to go walk by the room when we were kids and go, Narek. And I'd be like, no! (laughs) I haven't seen that one. (laughs) Oh, don't. I think it's still terrifying. I think I watched it in university and I was still pretty terrified. Uh, Well, I know what we're doing this Halloween. What, just traumatizing ourselves? (laughs) Everybody (laughs) pick their top movie and we watch it. (laughs) I remember when I was a kid, Mr. Boogie was also very scary. Um, Which one? Mr. Boogity? Yeah. See, I've never even Disney heard ones. of Mr. Boogity. What is There's Mr. Boogity? Yeah. Uh, it's there a haunted was... house Disney Sunday night movie. One of those Sunday, uh, yeah, the Sunday night Disney movies. Oh, okay. Both so... it and Bride of Boogity are on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. <laughs> the other one went with... Bride of scu- Boogity. Was it Scuzz Bucket or... There was the, the slime bucket or... Oh, I kind of remember. We talked about it before, too. Yeah. It was like an invisible monster friend and then... 
the kid makes this like slime stuff and uh, something like that. Yeah, uh, I know some of those Disney movies, movie. man. Yeah. They're yeah, weird. Yeah, it's weird because we're like other than your Exorcist. Yeah. Which like which isn't a kids movie. How oh. did you even have access to? <laughs> no. Wait, do you see? Wait, do you hear about my next one when I was seven? I watched this movie that I shouldn't have early in the morning because my dad had TMN and it was very exciting. And you like go down when he was still asleep and you yeah. put on like you could put on the TMN and whatever. I watched American Me, which is a, a movie about Cuban, uh, Cuban oh, men in uh, prison, like Cuban prisoners. Yeah, um, uh, Edward James Olmos. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, and I was like, this is not appropriate for me. <laughs> like, wow, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand this violence, but there's a whole bunch of things happening in prison between guys that I don't know that I should be watching. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, wow. I think that's, you know, <laughs> that was... Wow. See, yeah. I remember when we got first got the movie network, we would always get it on those trial weekends. Yep. Yeah. And I never got to watch that stuff. It was always like <laughs> Inspector Gadget, because it started on, like, First Choice. Yeah. When it first aired on here. And that... Uh, Inspector Gadget? Like, yeah. The movie? You didn't... No, the TV show. Oh, the cartoon. Oh, oh I hate when, that show. Like, that I'm wouldn't... talking, like, when we were, like, Yeah, but that three wouldn't four. be part of the, the free TMN stuff. Yep. That was on Global. Yeah. It was later. Oh. Like when see, we I remember five or six. Global. I'm with you there. Yeah, it was one of those. It, it's one I of those think things. on crack. It was an <laughs> weirdly. It was an HBO cartoon to start, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Really? Like HBO was. It's weird. HBO had that period when they started, where they put money into original programming and uh, movies were like second run from theaters and stuff mm. like that, and then. It became all movies for a while, and then with The Sopranos, they started putting money into it. Uh, no, was... no, I was just—I would say not The Sopranos. I would say it started with The Wire. Was when The they... Wire before that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then... there, so a couple of the like that era, but before that, there was like there was that fairy tale theater that where the uh, I want to say the Henson Company did Muppets for mm. it and stuff, and there's a couple other things. Wow, we're going completely yep. off track. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, none of those are scary, yeah. I hope. What's your... Do you have other scary things? That, I mean, that was really the only one that I could think of for really sure that still haunts me to this day. But if we were going to bring up things, like movies from our youth that did scar some people, not me, because I wasn't a pansy, uh, there were many people scarred by Transformers the Animated Movie because they killed off all the original Transformers. Oh, you're still thing. scared. You're I still scarred that by that. I know. I was prime dying. All that it was cool. I thought it was. I I had the new toys. I had a Hot Rod and, and Rodimus Prime. I was cool. I was <laughs> down with it. But That's yeah, Optimus Prime's yeah. dying. Just the whole sequence at the beginning when the Decepticons land, get onto the Autobot shuttle and just start one-shotting the Autobots and, like, killing them. It's like, wait a minute, these guys have been fighting each other for multiple cartoon seasons, and they shoot lasers at each other and never get hurt. Now, all of a sudden, you, you can aim and hit each other, and then they die, their eyes, like, glow, and then go out with, like, this red smoke coming out of their faces. And Brent is still scarred. Little Ryan is a cynic. It's, it's I was like, oh scarring. my god, this is cool. But what's interesting about that is, as an adult, um, uh, I bought it on DVD, and there's a oh, no. commentary Blu-ray. track to it. We have it on Blu-ray. Well, I have it on Blu-ray, too, but yes. I bought it on DVD, and the commentary track to it is one of the writers of the movie. <laughs> and he explains, and it becomes the like, oh, that makes total sense now, mm -hmm. is all those Transformers that are wiped out from our childhood and dying and stuff, 
because they weren't going to make those toys anymore. Yeah. Uh, they were moving on to the, the next It's time for new toys. Got to so clear they, out the old guys. Clear them out of the, uh, the repertoire because they weren't going to get made anymore. Yep. I've got another one that's yeah. Go for it. still scarred me to this day. Okay. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, that's a uh, good I one. I cannot yeah. watch that movie. Really? I like all the other ones. I cannot watch that one. It's the reaching into his chest yeah. and pulling out his heart. Nope. Can't do it. I, I blame my cousins. Yeah. I don't know if they listen to this, but if they do, Matt, Anthony, Paul, I'm talking about you. <laughs> oh, calling them out. Call them out. That movie, it was the one that started PG-13 in the States. Oh. Yeah, probably because it would have been 13 to watch it. I was not. Because <laughs> it, it was, it, uh, Raiders, I believe, is a PG movie, or at least was at the time. Mm-hmm. Now now you think of those movies and like... <laughs> we watched... Raiders, uh, not, not Raiders, um, The Last Crusade. First mm. time I saw it was in my grade 8 classroom. See, that's and not I, a scary movie, though. To the, you know, it's, like, it's a week before the summer. They're not teaching us <laughs> anything. We're all graduating. Let's watch movies. Temple of Doom's definitely the darkest of oh, the yeah. three originals. At least you watched Indiana Jones. We watched Grease. Grease. That's inappropriate. I like Grease. Oh, so really? Could be worse. Could have been Grease too. <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's torture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed Grease, but not every day in a week. That's okay. I was in French immersion. We watched movies that were in English, only dubbed over in French. Mm. See, I was in French, and we watched those a couple of English movies. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch them in English, though, or in oh, French? No, we watched Indiana Jones in English. Yeah, At see, that point, it didn't... No, I don't think anybody cared. Like, like I said, it was you know last weeks of school. We're going, we're going to you know it's almost the summer, and then we're going to high school. So they didn't care anymore. Uh, yeah, so I hate Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um, yeah, what which else? is weird because that's a movie that as I've gotten older has grown on me. Nope, nope, nope. Like the more that I've watched it, it's, now, it's gotten better. Did any of you watch The Secret of Nim? Oh, yes. That was terrifying. The red eyes. I love that movie now. Wow. When the house, they try to move the house and the the kid is dying and I thought they were all going to die in the mud. And then, oh, geez, that movie is just meh. But it's a good movie. Another scene that I'm kind of surprised that hasn't gotten brought up and everybody will jump on it the minute I mention the movie is uh, the never ending story in the swamp. With the Treyu and his horse. Yeah, but that's not scary. That's just sad. That's yeah. scarring, though. Oh, that is. That's true. That is very, very traumatizing. It's just like when Optimus Prime died, all the kids cried. Well, that to, to use that one as an example, like that was enough that they changed the GI Joe movie. Yeah. Because Duke gets a snake speared through his chest from Serpentor, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be dead. And he's okay. And yeah. the outcry and mail and letters they got about Optimus Prime dying. How can you do this? My child is crying, yada, yada, yada. They add in a voiceover. At the very end, say, hey, everybody, this just came in. Duke's going to be okay. You don't <laughs> see any character say it, though. Yeah. Like, it's in a wide shot. It's like somebody <laughs> in the background is like, hey, over here. I'm not dead yet. What's that? He says he's not dead. I always thought that they should have done that in uh, the end of the second G.I. Joe movie. Oh, because yeah. oh, they yeah. had Chan- Chan- like, I'm down in the well too. No, just somebody say somebody say something like, "Hey, we just got a call. Duke's gonna be okay." 
Yeah, but back to the never-ending story. Yeah, that movie. I love that movie. Do not speak of that scene. It does not exist. Because <laughs> I love horses, and that was very sad. Aww. I only. I don't think I've. I've even really watched that movie all the way. Oh no! Wait, I did in my mid twenties. Uh, I don't think I've watched all of it since you know of my youth when it was. That was another one we would watch at school. In There's like school. four or five of those. Too. Yeah, it makes you wonder if if your teachers ever screened these movies or they were just like meh. It's got a child on well, the box. I, Put it in the VCR. I don't want to call him out by name, but I had a teacher for a class. We had to watch Glory with Matthew. Oh, uh, we watched that in grade ten. So yeah, he was, was disturbed enough by the violence in it, like during the battle scenes, that he turned off the sound. Oh, yeah, like it was like. Right, well, dude, yeah. why are, if it bothers you that much, why are we watching this in class? Yeah. Off on another tangent, um, I had a history teacher in high school who we watched uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian <laughs> while we were studying early Christianity because he said it was the most historically accurate portrayal of the history of Christ. And I honestly, after studying it in university, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from a cinematic point of view, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, how do you explain the aliens? Because, you know, me being a little smart ass and he's like, deus ex machina. And I'm like, hmm, yep. You're right. I'm trying to think <laughs> if there's any other movies that or scenes that just strike a chord from my childhood. That I got still more. Me. <laughs> Apparently, I was very <laughs> traumatized. Janice Apparently, Trump- you watch a lot of inappropriate for your age movies. Yeah, no, again, we just blocked it all out. That's calling out to my cousins, <clears throat> locked it out. <laughs> I think it, I think it's because I had a cousin who watched horror movies with me when I was like too young to watch horror movies, and it kind of desensitized me from mm. those from then on out. Really. I didn't so like I didn't have that. Uh, the closest I got to that was I had a cousin I remember who came over to babysit me one that uh, one time, and he had just rented RoboCop, and we watched RoboCop, <laughs> and I was really young, and it was you know, it was RoboCop it was cool because that was back then you know when you have the bloody movie and then the action figures aimed at kids my age that came out at the same time <laughs> and right? you were like so, I saw that like, movie Ro- RoboCop's cool RoboCop is American Jesus <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things to ever come out of RoboCop is the making of RoboCop yeah. where the director explains his view of it is RoboCop is American Jesus oh, to wow. the point where RoboCop walks on water at the end of the movie <laughs> I had to explain that to somebody online the other day they're like what are you talking about watch the making of and then go back and watch that scene in the junkyard. RoboCop is walking on water. Nice. It's ridiculous. But so awesome. Yeah. Um, E.T. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. like E.T. I'll, I actually kind of still I want to sit and watch E.T. But even watching that that trailer commercial we got at Christmas time. Remember that commercial? Yeah. The, oh, the, yeah. The, the update where the it's like, sequel. You know, the sequel. Uh I watched it and I still felt uneasy watching it. It's just ET freaks me. He just he just freaks me out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, he doesn't bother me. Just that scene where he goes all white and yeah. is like, ah. Oh, when he's all when they find him in the ditch. I think there's like, and he's all like that yeah, dying. Yeah, and white, yeah. And they find him in yeah in the ravine or the that ditch. Was or like or like the that was like the one scene like, where I was like, I'm gonna walk away now. <laughs> so I think we've talked about this before. Yes. But ET started off as like a horror sci-fi movie. Yes, you've mentioned that before. The, uh, it was going to be the sequel to uh, Close Encounters of the Third, Third Kind. Third Kind, yeah. And it didn't <laughs> work, and Sp- Steven Spielberg liked part of it, and they turned it into E.T. 
speaking of Close Encounters of the Third Kind, that was the movie with the gigantic spaceship, right? Yeah. So I've never seen that movie, but there was a cat food commercial for Meow Mix. And now every time... They the Meow Mix song that Meow Mix. They did. So... I have I love this commercial. It's been in my brain for years. There's this cat sitting on a, a wall or something, and he the spaceship comes down, and the cat goes meow 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 meow, and the spaceship goes doon 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 doon, and then they like the spaceship starts dropping a beat, and the cat <laughs> sings the rest of the, the lyrics or the, the jingle. The spaceship the drops food. it like it's hot. Yeah, the spaceship's like do 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 do, and the cat meow meow. And I love this commercial, and that's my only experience with Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which I assume is it about is a good cats. Movie. No, 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 it is not, not at all. The only thing with the, with you seeing it now is you've kind of seen it through parody. Okay. Yeah, probably. Like, there's so many scenes from that that have been in so like UHF and like a ton of other movies. Well, this is why I feel like I never ever need to see The Shining. Because oh, I yeah. feel you like I've seen, I've seen, seen it. it. You have, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we the, had that conversation in Walmart the other day. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the things I've been wondering since I saw this topic brought up is what's the what are the movies that are out now that are traumatizing children? Because I'm I got There's got to be something out there, right? Like beyond like your exorcist experience right there there's some kid that's being introduced to saw a lion movie king way too early mm-hmm. lion king yeah that yeah. might be one that one's well i mean traumatizing for i was too old to be traumatized by, by it but it, but you can see he, yeah. yeah yeah we can make that argument for almost any disney movie then right. bambi yeah, most well, disney well, movies involve a single parent yeah. well yeah. when my niece was much younger um she was traumatized by the cat in cinderella yeah because the cat was mean and my niece, I took her to see Beauty and the Beast. This is how good of an aunt I am. Took her to see Beauty and the Beast because she was about, she, well, it was last year, so she would have been about 10 or so. Mm. And I was like, this would be great because it's live action. The wolves. She oh, yeah. started oh, crying. Okay. My niece the was theater. terrified of the wolves, like, too, yeah. in, in the animated Beauty and the Beast. Well, yeah. Especially yeah. when Liam Neeson didn't pop out with bottle, broken bottles <laughs> to his face. To exactly. See, oh, heard that movie. I remember. I've fallen asleep during it like three times. I've Which movie? The Grey. I've never even seen that movie. It's yeah. one of those movies that was completely mismarketed because you kind of thought it was like going to be Liam Neeson versus this pack of wolves, like the entire movie, and it's really like the last ten minutes. Uh, and really, that's a shame because that would be a fight I'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, I think the other movie that I had on my list that I found scarring as a child um, was Beetlejuice. Oh yes! Yeah, I can see that. Yes, that I still I, I didn't mind yeah. the cartoon. It was the snake? I still very much like a visceral reaction to the movie. It's like upsetting. Yeah, and I mean I'll watch it. I don't know why, but I will. <laughs> but I'm never. I never enjoy it. I think it's. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just. It's like oh, for me, the scene that I remember from that is like the snake on the ban- He becomes the snake on the yeah. banister, and then like they're dying. Yeah. yeah, like that was really creepy. Oh, and when she like pulls up her face and pokes her eyes in, and they come out her mouth and make, yeah, 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 it was very. Uh, I didn't. Mm. Weirdly for me, it's when the shrimp cocktails become like monster hands. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's one of those things that that bother me. Yeah, but I, I that's a movie I got desensitized because uh, my sister fell in love with it when she was like six <laughs> and watched it like 
every day for a three week period. Oh wow! So like, it's one of those movies that like, if you ask my opinion on it, I always put that into context. Like, I don't like Beetlejuice, and mm-hmm. I think it's because my sister just ran it to, into the ground for me yeah. when I was a kid. I'm sure it's probably a half decent movie. But I cannot be bothered to... And this is why we get along, because I don't want to watch it, and neither do you. <laughs> um, I think that's... The only other thing I had on my list was Who, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which we kind of talked about. I just Which scene? The, the dip part? The dip, yeah. for sure. The, the dip. Himself. And the judge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When, with his bugging out eyes. and That the, bothered, a, that bothered uh, my sister. Uh, that bothered, so, nope. didn't bother me. Inappropriateness. <laughs> I saw that in theater because <laughs> my oh. aunt and uncle took us they uh they uh would occasionally take us for weekends and stuff like that mm-hmm. and for whatever reason they thought that was a good movie to see us probably that yeah and they probably didn't do much research on it and i loved it my sister however there was a couple of scenes because she is uh two years younger than me yeah. so mm-hmm. Well, I saw Ghostbusters in theater. And it yeah. didn't bother. It didn't scare me at all. Yeah, see, like Ghostbusters didn't scare me at all. The Labyrinth doesn't didn't scare me. Uh, Dark Crystal didn't scared me a little bit, but not enough to be traumatizing. Like when I was doing research for this, because I was like, I don't remember movies from when I was a kid. I got to Google eighties movies yeah. that scared people. <laughs> uh, Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal popped up, and Legend popped up oh, on like all see. of the list. I've never seen that. I didn't see Legend until I was older, so that's why I didn't include it. I didn't find it scary. But like I love the labyrinth. I don't see how anybody could see that as scary. I could got the uh I can't think of who it is. Somebody I know it was the those headless the, things. The headless yeah. The, the, the oh the fire thing. guys. Yeah. yeah. I love the fire guys. Yeah that and see and when um, I was a kid I wanted I would always crutch no, that's just a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm older, that's a bonus. Also, the, when she falls down and all the hands are grabbing her. Oh, see, uh, I thought that was so cool. I don't yeah, know. The, those are the two that I can yeah. see. Now, the Dark Crystal is a lot scarier. and I, did... I didn't see that one. Actually, so. that's one that had me when the the one, uh, what do you call it, Skeksis? Yeah. When it dies and it's like nose falls off or whatever. You still freak out when I make the Skeksis voice, the sound, yeah. the Chamberlain sound. That... I can't do it because my <coughs> throat's clogged up. But that's what I do to freak out Brent every once in a while. I sneak up behind him and go, <laughs> Or you break out the puppets. Yeah, or I break out the yeah, puppets. That's just mean. So that brings us to the end of this episode, which means geek picks. Oh, wait, I got to look right up still. Okay. I'll go first. Then. You can go first, Ryan. Uh, so I binged uh, Netflix Lock and Key Ooh. this past weekend. Um, it is very good. I've yet to read the original graphic novels, which I am going to be borrowing some from Brent because he's got them. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the show. I watched um, I think eight episodes in one day, and then stopped so I could save the last two for the next day when I wasn't gonna like fall asleep or something. Uh, because it's only ten episodes, like a standard Netflix series. Um, the actors, the kids do do a pretty good job. The special effects in it are, you know, they're the top notch. Um, I yeah, I enjoyed. It. I recommend it. Um, there's a whole discussion going on on my Facebook page because I posted I was watching it, and many of my friends or people I knew uh, started to chime in. Um, some people I know decided to start watching it because of the discussion because everyone was talking about how much they were loving it. So mm. uh, and they started watching it and got hooked into it too. 
So it's a very uh, bin- well, it's a very bingeable. It's very much a show that when you start to watch it, you're gonna want to keep watching it. You're gonna get hooked into it. Well, yeah, the graphic novels are amazing, so I'm actually looking forward I to get, this one. I got puppy dog eyed into buying the first one. <laughs> it was, uh, but it was Nic- worth it. Nicole, who worked at uh, Big B Hamilton at the time, she was uh, assistant manager there, I think. Okay. I, I, we both had jobs. We were like everything was pretty good financially and all that sort of stuff, and I needed something to read. And I'm like, yeah, have you read Lock and Key? And she looked at me and she's like, you haven't read it. Oh, that makes my heart hurt. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. Like she, she loved it so much. She had a key, one of the keys tattooed on her. Oh wow! I can't wow. remember which one, but one one of them. But yeah, it's that's another one. I I might dig in that on uh, Saturday, since I don't have a heck of a lot going on. So that's my geek pick. Lock and key I on got, Netflix. Watch I got it. some knitting to do, so we could watch that on Saturday. Mm. Serena, do you have a geek pick? Um, can I have two? Since no special yes. guests, because uh, oh. one's not on. really geeky. Because like. Okay. We'll be the judge of that. Okay, yeah. so Netflix documentaries. You guys, Netflix documentaries fans? Cheer! Not really? But oh my gosh, it is about oh, cheerleading. Is it about professional cheerleading. It is, uh, and you think, oh my gosh, it's just cheerleading. But let me tell you, there is drama. There is happiness. It is so good. There are people getting hit, like falling and hit, oh, hitting their yeah, heads. It's... Like the sound that you hear is just disgusting. Like... <laughs> I read somewhere that like uh, the the injuries, like the the hard injuries that come from cheerleading competitions, are worse than what you see in like football games. Yeah, it is. It well, is because they can't wear helmets and protective padding when people yeah. chuck yeah. them in the air. It feet. is crazy what they do. Like I have so much more respect for cheerleading now, and uh, yeah. Uh, that was really good. And then my geekier pick is um, Stranger Things, Genevieve. I watched the first season. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not making you watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh, fair. Yeah, tr- that's fair. Actually, I'll give you that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> my friendship is renewed. <laughs> Peace was restored. Exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah, my other one would be... Uh, that I've been watching lately. I'm sure you guys, everyone's watched it, but I'm getting caught up on it. The Mandalorian. Oh, are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, my God, baby How Yoda. How far in are you? Like, uh, three, four episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God, so isn't the, Baby the Yoda? the plot point of the first one, obviously. Yeah. Is yeah. The child. We, isn't Baby Yoda the cutest thing in the universe? Yes, Baby Yoda is the cutest thing He's in the, the universe. He's the reason I watched that my, whole show. My <laughs> former co-worker uh, texted me this morning. The, she got the notice that the Build-A-Bear versions are coming shortly. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. say, you know what else is coming shortly? My birthday! Uh, Hasbro did show today... There's is that three and three quarter, or is it that, like... A bunch of the different ones. Line. There's the... Yeah. Uh, so, a bunch of the different uh, upcoming baby... You know, the child mm-hmm. merch. Um, there's one that's a, a full-size... To, to the to the child uh, doll, it's like uh, animatronic. Mm-hmm. It, it the head moves, it makes noise. It's like got like three different more or less. I poses. don't know if I would like that though. That I find I find that creepy. It, yeah. it kind of looks creepy, yeah. but it's also awesome because it does it. You know, it you know does like different poses and. Mm-hmm. But I gotta <laughs> say, I didn't expect to like. Didn't expect to be in, like enraptured with Mandalorian. 
but kind of loved that it took away, like it takes from the searchers. That's what it reminded me of, little little John Ford, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of and I enjoyed that kind of like western feel of it. So, and I don't even like westerns, so there you go, check it out. Oh uh, yeah, you'll dig the uh, the the last two episodes especially. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I won't even reference the the western <laughs> that it makes me think <laughs> of because that would completely ruin what the plot point mm, is to it. All right. Um, yeah, it won't get The western is called Baby Yoda. <laughs> Strikes again. <laughs> uh, okay, my turn? Yep. Um, so I just finished a trilogy of books. Yes, a trilogy. I read all three of them. Goodness. Because they were awesome and I couldn't stop. I had read the first one in 2018, but I had to reread them all. Okay. Um, so it's The Bone Witch <gasps> by Rin yes. Chupeco. Did you read them? No, I have it at home. Oh, my God. You need to read all three of them. Okay, like, I, I could will. not put it down. So it's the way that this novel is structured um, is really well done because it's takes place in the, the present and in the past at the same time. So when you first, I think when you first start the book, you're in the present. And uh, I think they pronounce it Taya, but it's T, T-E-A. I pronounce it Taya. Uh, is um, at the end of her story, and she's the main character. And she is um, almost the, the bad guy at that point in the very beginning of the story. She's doing things that she's been exiled. Um, she's doing things that like all of her country and all the countries in the world have condemned her for. And basically um, she's playing with dark magics and things like that. And she invites this bard to come and she's like, I want you to hear my side of the story. So then it goes back in time to when she first started being this magic user called an Asha. And uh, it introduces you to her friends and her family but you go back and forth between the present and the past so that when you're reading the present or when you're reading the past, you're, you're hearing about how she's made all these strong friendships and how everybody loves her. And then it pops to the present again. And, you know, they're all at odds with her and they're fighting. And I'm just like, how did she get to this point? Like, mm. what what would make this character? Because she's like the sweetest, nicest person in the past. What would make her into this almost villain character in the present? And that was really compelling and a way to get you through all three books super quick. So the first book is called The Bone Witch. Mm-hmm. The second one is called The Heart Forger. And the last one is called The Shadow Glass. And I read them all super fast because <laughs> I could not put it down. So by, what did I say? Rin uh, Chupeco. So mm-hmm. you should definitely, if you like YA fantasy or if you like fantasy, you should definitely read these books. And Serena, let me know what you think of it when you finish it. I will. Because as soon as you finish the first one, you're going to be like, I need the second one. <laughs> yeah, but that usually happens. Yeah. I'm working my way through uh, Spy School right now by Stuart Gibbs. It's a junior book. Oh, cute. It's so good. <laughs> Ridiculously hilarious. Anyway, it's like a James Bond, and he's but he's inept. And mm. everyone thinks he's really good at it, but he's not. Oh, that might be a good series for Owen. Yeah, it would be. Anyway, we'll talk yeah, about that off air. Yeah, sorry. Totally <laughs> yeah. taking people's time here. Oh, no, I just, a... for our listeners, probably don't care what I want to buy for my nephew. <laughs> Unless you want to send him stuff. I'm yes. Send us stuff to give to him. If you want to send me stuff to give to my adorable, lovely six-year-old nephew or my equally wonderful nine-year-old niece or my equally, equally wonderful <laughs> nephew and niece who are two and one, <laughs> please send us stuff. They all like Star Wars, all of them. <laughs> That's good. You're raising them right. 
Which is funny since my sister's never seen I, the whole movie. Right? I got to show you pictures of my of my sister's kids when they went to, they just got back from Florida. Yeah. And what they spent their money on that Auntie Jen gave them. <laughs> I'm Auntie excited. Auntie Jen and Uncle Brent. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Brent too. <laughs> so um, I think I had this as a geek pick before, or at least I mentioned it a couple episodes ago, but I... I sat down this weekend and read through the whole thing, and boy, am I glad I did. Was um, Mr. Miracle, uh, written by Tom King, drawn by Mitch Gerads. It's a. I don't. I'm pretty sure it's now listed as one of DC's black label books, which means it's not in continuity. And it's a weird New Gods book that is also very much about, like, what a 30 to 40 year old person is going through at that moment in terms of anxiety about the world around them and stuff like that and it is just excellent it's i i now know why so many people were praising this comic over the last couple of years mm-hmm. it's really really worth the read um and without giving anything really away because there's not much that i can say about it but there there is a scene with the, like, there's a couple scenes with like superhero characters doing mundane things that have become memes at this point, <laughs> like Darkseid eating from a veggie t- tray. And it's uh, it's a really it's a really good book. It, it's it. I've been like texting a couple friends that are like you should read this. It, it will probably hit you as hard as it kind of hit me too. And uh, yeah, so Mister Miracle, it's it's definitely worth the read. Tom King's a really good writer. Um, it's weird. He, like, wrote a, no- a superhero novel and that cracked his way into writing comic books. He didn't oh, do it the funny. other way around. Yeah. And what's also really weird is, like, so he his career path, it, like, went through university and whatever, interned at Marvel, I think, for a couple of years. Uh, or a, a summer or something like that. Stopped doing that. Went into the CIA. Worked in their counterterrorism department for a, a, a number of years. So he was Jack Bauer. Left. <laughs> became an author. <laughs> he's a, he's also one of those guys that like uh, his, his tweets are law in my mind because he's there. Like whenever you see somebody like. That's not why we're fighting people in these wars and yeah. like stuff like that. He's the first one to go, uh, I did it for two years, buddy, and yeah, it's exactly why I was fighting in that war against terrorists. <laughs> you know, it's... He, he, he's got an interesting backstory. He also wrote the, uh, the Vision series from a couple of years ago that has, like, the, the, that they're taking parts of WandaVision from, so... All the one where, they, where he has a family and stuff? Yeah, the, 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 and trying to be in normal life. Yep. So. so that's it for this episode. Next episode, uh, huh. we'll be hearing all about Kevin's wonderful oh, yes. time in Florida, Florida and telling him how happy we are for him to have spent all that time in Florida. Well, he has... Well, it snowed here. He has extended the idea that we should go with him for his birthday next year. Yes, so but it's, it's oh, snowing out a, here right now. And it's sunny down there, and he's wearing shorts. Yeah. And meeting Transformers. <laughs> and, I bet it's okay, right? It's okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen that video of the kid that brings, like, the Halloween bucket Optimus Prime the, the head, head to of Megatron? Prime. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's like this little girl wants to make him a, make her his, like, second-in-command. Oh, yeah. And it's like, gives, it's like, talks about how uh, um, 
Starscream never could do this. It's like parenting. You're doing it right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because it's a it's a guy in a suit, and I I yeah. don't know if he's doing the voice or somebody else is, but like they could react in real time, and it was it's just awesome. But uh, yeah, so we'll have that, and who knows what else? Because and more. I don't know if there's any movies coming out in the next little while that know. we need to see. Probably the next one's going to be Black Widow, I think. That's the next big comic book one, I think. Yeah. yeah. But that's still a bit away. Yep. Yeah. So until next time, uh, thank you for filling in Kevin's spot, mm-hmm. Serena. Yeah, You're thanks for having me. Anytime. I would love to come back. And for that, for Serena and Ryan and Jen, this is Brent, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds, and you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.